Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet robe we are gonna get right into it today with the one and only miss sarah frazier david i i know i say this all the time but i truly <sighs> love you as a friend like you have changed my business so much you changed the way i even think about doing my interviews the press the press that this man gets people okay like you i have never seen anyone work the way you work. Like I just, I, I texted you this week. I said, has brought his radio Andy contacted you yet? And you know, what am I going to have to do? Like how many times a week am I going to have to have sex with you to co-host that show? Okay. Well, radio Andy, I think probably secretly hates me. So there has been no contact this particular week. Okay. That's let me address that claim. Second of all, I mean, you don't have to have sex with me, but you can find me. You know, listen, I will take like a Sean Mendez, Justin oh. Bieber. I'll take one of those types each. I will find you the for sex. Justin Bieber like gay guy in WeHo that you have ever seen. I will I will hook you up with a gorgeous gay guy in LA and I need to co-host. I cannot believe they haven't called you because you are such a Bravo insider. Like the fact I don't know anyone that's ever even made Newsweek that isn't like doing something political. Like, <laughs> listen, I said in my next listen, Wait. everyone wants to stop listening to my show. You want to cancel whatever you want, please. In my next life, none of you. I will shut down the Instagram. I will shut down the TikTok, and I will just open a PR agency and do press. And no one will ever know my name. You can never hear from me again. So if anyone wants to stop listening to this podcast and masses one day, it's never cancel me, ban me. Uh, every door that closes, another one opens. I, I'm not even joking. I will literally open the next day, and there will be a shingle that says. David Yontef, it'll say behind the velvet rope PR, and I will do PR for everyone else and get everyone else press all day. And listen, it's $10,000 a month, honey. I'll give you a discount, but that's, I mean, that's the going rate for a a press packet. Sorry. Like you could get that because you, you, you get the, you get the stories. Like you get this. Anyway, we, I know we have a lot to cover and I could make this whole podcast about you in the world of podcasting and celebrity, but you know, I just want to tell people, I think that don't know you personally, I find you to be amazing. And you are such a gift as a friend and a business person. And I hope our audience appreciates that. I know most of them do. And some of them one star us, but you one star, baby, some of them one star us. Um, Some of that, you know, you got criticized for the name pronunciations. (laughs) I get criticized. Why is things coming out two weeks later? Well, that's called, there's a waiting list and that's just how it is. Um, And later, 
let's not announce my should we announce my live show yes! right now before we yes! okay yes! so let's just put it out there tickets are on sale by the time everyone hears this tickets tickets are on sale friday 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 um august 12th friday august 12th tickets went on sale which was last week so tickets went on sale friday august 12th and there will be a behind the velvet robe at city winery first live show ever and there will be a very special guest the one the only kim d everyone loves kim d on saturdays most of you listen to our patreon if not, you're kind of missing out because that's kind of where it all happens. Um, and it's going to be just kind of, you know, it's going to be a live show. We're going to talk about all the drama that's going on that week, just like you and I do. I mean, Kim has inside info on New Jersey. It's not just going to be Jersey. We're going to go through every franchise. Um, Q&A, people, listen, Kim and I talk all day about how you can ask us anything. Q&A, live, ask us anything. So if anyone's in the New York area, New Jersey, Long Island, Connecticut, Philly, or you want to drive up, one of the listeners said they were driving up from DC, come to our live show. Tickets are literally not expensive, $25 and $40 if you want to do the VIP meet and greet upgrade with me and Kim. You can push me out of the picture if you just want to talk to Kim. I don't care. I love it. The show is going to be a huge success. I hope so. Oh, it will. Oh my God. Your fans adore you. And you know, people love Kim. I mean, Kim is no filter. She is a hot take. I mean, she is a hot take in herself, honey. So it's going to be a great show. For sale, baby. Um, Where do you want to begin this week with everything that you and I have? I mean, you know what we haven't talked about, which is kind of the biggest news. We got so lost in the weeds with that Tamara, who some people call Tamrat. They they like to refer to her as Tamrat. Um, Returning to the OC, we really have not talked about the one, the only recent behind the velvet rope guest, Taylor Armstrong. She's okay. Was this not shocking news for you this week? I have to say, I did not anticipate that. Did you? No, listen, I mean, we we foreshadowed it. I, I asked her on the show and I'm going to actually share the clip because it's like, I said, would you ever join the OC? I mean, that's where you live. Um, no, I mean, I was shocked. Um, it just makes, it makes so much sense to me for so many many, many reasons. I mean, she lives there and I asked her and it's just, but she does live there. She knows some of them. So that's the second thing. She was just on girls trip with Tamara. So she's already, this is why I'm telling you girls trip, I think is so important. It could be the nail in your coffin. Like, I don't think it did any great shakes for Vicky. I don't think Vicky was coming back to the OC regardless, but I don't think it was so good for Vicky's legacy. I don't think she looks so good well, on it. And I mean, we can get into this too, but it looks like Jill Zarin has completely been cut out of the legacy show. So I guess we could argue, did girls trip do anything for um Zarin? Zarin. Yeah. I got stuff to say about that because I'm not so sure that that rumor is true. I got to address that. Um, I've done okay. some digging out here in the Hamptons. Jill's right down the street, by the way, in Sac Harbor. So I've done some digging around Ms. Zarin's uh, garbage outside the house and I got some stuff to say, people. Um, no, I mean, she's literally down the street. Look, why I want to know as, you know, from your producer hat, because I think this is an interesting, I, I think Taylor's an interesting one to bring back because I don't find her particularly... Like we talked about this on Girls Trip, I found her to be the least interesting of the group. Um, I also feel like that didn't do much for Dorinda, but I know Dorinda was your favorite on that. Um, so A second what, favorite. What do you think she is going to bring? What do you think is going on in Taylor's life that they feel there's enough storylines and drama? Well, okay, a couple of things. First of all, besides the fact that she lives there and knows some of them and just filmed with Tamara, I mean, I hate to say it, like she looks the part like she looks she looks like an orange county housewife so she she's she reads that i think that there's no chance she would ever get hired back on beverly hills to your point she is a little bit lesser than i mean if you want to throw her in the mix with like a rena or even like a sutton or a kyle but now mind you she's also not going back as a full-time housewife which i find actually wrong this whole announcement she's the first one she broke all the rules first time and you know she's only a friend of which 
I'm kind of let down. I, granted, look at what's going on with New Jersey. We just had some announcements of who's. So I think if she films a certain way, she could be upgraded. But you know what it is? It's like what we talked about when she was just on my podcast. Like her life is so different. We've only seen abused Taylor. I mean, she has a husband who she's in love with. Her yeah. daughter who went through this, you know, was in the car. We talked about in the car when she ran in and found Russell hanging there. I mean, this is what she talked about. Was in the car, had to be with, I mean, her daughter Kennedy is now like a teenager. So, I mean, to be honest, and I have to say, like, no offense to the middle of the country because I'm not Vicki Gummelson and I'm not going to insult Oklahoma, but like, you know, LA and New York, those are like the big cities that have that sex appeal. You know, I think it actually adds some cachet to the Orange County housewives, the fact that she was on Beverly Hills. I do. And I mean, what did you make of, because it was like a big headline that, you know, she is the first woman to ever, you know, switch franchises um, from obviously Beverly Hills now to the OC. I mean, do you, I don't know. To me, I was like, I don't know that that's that, I guess, big, but I get people were really coming out of the woodwork, like congratulating her. Like, that's a huge move. What is your take? I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. My morning run at 5.30 has never been so easy because I wear men's tree flyers from Allbirds. They are literally the most comfortable shoe I have ever worn in my entire life. And that is why for all the housewives' birthdays this summer, the one thing I've gotten them is Allbirds Tree Breezer Flats. The Tree Breezer Flat from Allbirds, it's breathable, it's super supportive, and it's as comfortable as any shoe you've ever had. Probably the most comfortable. Now what I love about the Tree Breezer Flat is they come in so many colors. Can you imagine if I got all these housewives the exact same color of the women's Tree Breezer Flat from Allbirds? Yeah, they would show up and they'd be wearing the same shoe. It wouldn't go over well. They come in a cream, they come in a yellow, they come in an orange, they come in a mauve, black, so many options. And again, it's the summer, we're all outside, we're walking, we want a shoe that's comfortable. And that is what the Tree Breezer Flat is from Allbirds. So listen, lightweight, breathable, and cushy all day, the Tree Breezer is your secret to a comfy summer. Find your perfect pair at allbirds.com today. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. You know, two weeks ago, I told you guys about how I sent Dame products to all of my housewife friends, and they've been raving about Dame products and thanking me and, and giving me way too much detail. And now you guys have flooded my DMs asking which housewives specifically have been thanking me and how much they love Dame products. Well, listen, you're all a bunch of shady bitches because I am not going to tell you which housewives I sent Dame products to and which ones are thanking me profusely. Because, you know, Dame products are female vibrators designed for, you know, a woman's pleasure. So no, I'm not going to give you names. But what I will tell you is there are so many different options. There's the Evo, which is a wearable couples vibrator for hands-free fun. There's the Air, which stimulates you so fast and helps get you there. There's the Palm, which you could hold in the palm of your hand hands for your pleasure. Look, life is really stressful, really stressful. And Dame is here to kind of increase the quality of your life. Who doesn't want a little fun, right? They have massage oils and lubes. So what are you waiting for? Don't you want to feel good too? Come on, ladies. Go to dameproducts.com. Use code VELVETROPE to take 15% off your first order site-wide. You could choose anything. That's dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% 
20% off. I mean, I think, listen, Andy has said for so long, this will never happen. This will never happen. I think it's like a sign of the times. I mean, who would have ever thought we would have had Girls Trip where, you know, like a Jill Zarin was on the same screen as a Phaedra Park. So look, especially with COVID, the whole world is turned upside down. People have lived, people live all over now. I mean, I, I live in three locations, you know, I spend my time. So, I mean, I think this is just the modern world from where we started, you know, 17 years ago. And I do think it opens the door. I don't, it's not going to open the floodgates for every housewife, but like you look at like a natural fit. It's been out there before Cynthia Bailey on um, like Deandra Simmons was looking at one point for an apartment in New York City. Deandra with the Southern the Dallas twang is not going to be on New York Housewives. That does not fit. But like Taylor fits. And so like a Cynthia Bailey, who is in L.A., does that fit with the New York, the Beverly Hills Housewives? I think so. I think she looks the part, right? Cynthia can hold her own. I know some people have said she's boring on the show, but, you know, throw you know, Cynthia in there with like Garcelle and Syed and who knows, she knows Kyle. So it's like, I think it really does open the floodgates when it's like a natural fit. I think we might see more of this if it's natural. No, I don't think you can move to a location and be the new one in town. But I think like when it's natural, it makes sense. And I think it's time. I think it's a disjustice that she's just a friend of. I mean, I'm more interested in Taylor's life than say, Emily Simpson and Gina Kirschenheider, all the rumors, right? Like, see, I still, you know, so these are all my thoughts. I think it opens the floodgates. I think it's good. I think she should have been a friend. I think being from Beverly Hills, add some cachet. I predict, and I hate to always be so negative. I mean, also, I think this is it. This is it. This is a last ditch effort. This is it. If this doesn't work, we've had two bad seasons of the OC. Yeah, we'll say one was during COVID, the Elizabeth Vargas season, and then, you know, Jen and Noelle are out. I think if this doesn't work, I think everybody loses their job and we start over or we cancel the OC. We cancel Dallas. I understand it's harder to cancel the OC. It's the first, it's the granddaddy. I think this is it. Listen, let me be very clear about this. There is nobody left after Tamra, that will if, if, okay. We might bring Alexis back this season. That's still well, going I mean, around. Megan, Megan, yeah. But the thing is, if Tamra Judge, and I'm all about people who call her Tamra, go right ahead. I ain't gonna stop you. But if Tamra Judge, my personal feelings aside, as a housewife, can't save this with Heather there, I think it's time to call it. It's time to call it. It's done. V- Vicky's not coming back. She's not the brand anymore. I'm sorry. She's not. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, take me back. Why did they decide initially to get rid of Tamra and Vicky? Were the ratings slipping? Because I, I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like the franchise is, is Vicky. Like, I feel like, I mean, because when you think about it, I, uh, to me, I feel like Vicky brought a lot of the big drama that now, of course, I feel like every franchise has to have in the sense of like, obviously we have Jen Shaw going to jail you know, we have Erica Jane. I mean, I don't even know. And I have so many thoughts about Erica. Like I just see her in photos, like she's getting bigger and bigger. It's just like, so I miss Jane is my heart. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they're going to just destroy this woman. Like, oh yeah. By the way, that's another reason everybody hates you. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm just, I listen, people hate me. Kelly Dodd says I have a horrible voice and you know, so people hate me too. I'm just, um, listen, I, get rid of Vicky and Tamara to begin with because I feel like that was the kiss of death even if they're not happy with Vicky Vicky's politics whatever Vicky's very difficult behind the scene I'm sure Vicky commanded a lot of money but I just I feel like then what I mean I I don't know really I think that at that point they just like they love to change these shows and I think they thought like we need to change the OC and if you cut off Vicky, which I was the main motivation, you got to cut off Tamara because it's like it was they were associated too much. That's that's what I think. I think it was really the change. And look, it didn't work. But I have to tell you, I I will stand by this. If this doesn't work, if the, Tamara Judge and, and now Taylor and I still think Alexis, I think any day now Alexis is coming back. That's it. Even if Alexis doesn't game over, you have Heather, Shannon, Tamara. Taylor 
I just, this is it. This is it. If this doesn't work, you have to fire every single person there and start over or call it. I say call it. But I have to say, I do think that will work because you basically have everyone. You do? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think it will work. I do. Do you? Because to me. Yeah, yeah, I do. You do? Like, is Tamara that good? And I'm actually asking. I don't know. Because, like, if you think about it, Tamara's going to come back. Her and Shannon have some serious shit to work out. Her and Heather are feuding. All right, Taylor's probably not going to be a doormat when it comes to, like, Emily and Gina. So it's like, it's like Heather returned. And, I mean, I know when I love Heather, I will stand by that. But after, like, two or three episodes, it was like, like once Tamara comes back and works out, okay, I worked it out with Shannon. I worked it out with Heather. Like, then what? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm so excited for Tamara to return and for Taylor to be there. I wonder if after four episodes, like, here's the thing. Like I was talking about this the other day, like Jersey is so freaking good because Margaret flies off the handle and Teresa flies off the handle and Melissa and, and it's Jennifer will do any, I mean, do we really have the ingredients for this to be explosive? I don't know. You sure about that, Sarah? I, yeah, because I think they know what's on the line. I mean, I would hope Heather has something up her sleeve. I would hope maybe there's a short truce with Heather and Tamara. I mean, Tamara's, I think Tamara's pretty messy. And like, I, you know, Shannon is an emotional wreck. I mean, hopefully something's going on with her. I mean, it is getting a little bit harder. The girls are out of the house. I mean, she, Shannon seems to be in a relationship. Um, but I mean, I think they're all smart enough and seasoned enough to know that they, this is it. Like there has got to be something something that we're all really, really into. But the thing is, didn't Shannon and Heather and Emily and Gina know that last season? I believe. But I don't think Emily and Gina ever had the star power that Tamra, that Alexis, I mean, Alexis, like, like, that was a great throwback. I mean, Alexis, Alexis was like the Jessica Simpson of reality TV. I mean, you know, she acted stupid, you know, really dumb, or maybe she is really dumb, you know, and it just was like, so good. Now she's divorced. She's like dating. I mean, to me, she's engaged. Yeah. I mean, engaged. like, I mean, I think you you're bringing back the pros, you know, we tried to bring up you know, I equate this to baseball because, you know, I'm just such a sports savant. You're so straight. You know, isn't this so straight? I know, so straight. So, you know, we have the farm team. You know, we have the AAA guys. And, you know, we tried to bring them up because they're less salaries, right? And if this works, we're all going to make a shit ton of money. And guess what, guys? Okay, the AAA farm team ain't ready to fucking play in the majors. Okay, to be a Yankee, it takes a lot. So I think we've brought back the Yankees and I, I just, I think even Heather and Terry, like, I think they're going to have some shit up their sleeve. I do. I, I am hope. excited about this cast. I, I hope, but to your point, I don't want to tell you guys about so lean, so clean, just because it's a great tasting plant-based protein powder. I want to tell you about so lean, so clean by aura organics. Cause it's actually working for me. I've been using it for a few months now. And it's not just that I feel so clean and like revitalized and healthy. I don't know. Ego aside, I'm looking kind of lean these days. So, I mean, I'm going to stick with this. Now, of course, you could use this protein powder all day, any day for smoothies and snacks. I personally use it after a workout. I love that it has 21 grams of protein, only one to four grams of carbs. How great is that? And zero grams of sugar. Those stats are just so freaking awesome. And I mean, look, there's a lot of different flavors. I've told you guys about this before. The chocolate's great. The vanilla is great. But oh my God, the vanilla chai is delicious delicious. But don't take my word for it. They have over 10,000 five-star reviews from online happy customers. And listen, you have nothing to lose. You can try Aura's products. And if you're not happy for any reason within 60 days, you get a full refund. No questions asked. Get 30% off your first subscription when you text ROPE to 64000. Text ROPE to 64000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's R-O-P-E to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organic slash terms.
You know, everyone always asks me, like, how I deal with the internet trolls, like all the listeners who have something to say about the housewives and leave negative comments all day on Instagram. Listen, I have to tell you, I'm really serious when I say that the comments don't bother me at all. And the only reason why is because I've worked on my mental health. I mean, mental and physical health, there's really nothing more important. Because when you work on yourself and you have that clear mind, Nothing can bother you. You're comfortable. You're happy inside. And the long-term effects of therapy and working on your mental health really can help strengthen your relationships and give you a more positive outlook on life. And for my mental health, I've turned to Talkspace because, listen, first of all, it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. But really, I love that I can reach out to my therapist and get my therapy and work on myself from anywhere in the world. You don't have to wait for an appointment or go into an office. And their licensed therapists are trained to handle just a variety of specialties. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. Tamara is messy, and that's why there's no, there's no Megan after this. This is it. Literally, I mean... Tamara is the only one, like, she's it. Like, there's nobody left from the past. Like, getting rid of whoever, Emily and Gina after this, and bringing back Vicky, I don't know. I think it's too late. It's like, this is our second attempt. Holding my crystal ball, I think this season does a lot better. It does well. And then- I hope. I had to tell you, I loved this clip from Watch What Happens Live and Jeff Lewis on, and, and Jeff going right to Andy and going- I want um, Kelly Dodd back. Bring back Kelly Dodd. And Andy, you could tell Andy was like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. But I'm like, you wait, give it another year. I think they bring back Kelly Dodd. And then you have a hit. You have a hit. Uh, I'm okay. Even though she tells me I have a horrible voice and goes on her rants on YouTube. I'm okay with Kelly Dodd coming back. I mean, yeah, I guess I, I forgot Kelly that's the only thing after this. Yes. That is the only last ditch effort after this, if this doesn't work, but there's no Megan. Megan doesn't, I mean, Megan is so smart and her life is so different, but she, it won't, I'm telling you, it won't work on air. It won't be like the thing. How do you up Tamra? The only thing that can up Tamra is I guess either a Vicky or B Kelly. And I don't even know what you do at that point. I mean, to me, I feel like you build this season, you have drama, we have some sort of surprise scandal. And then the last couple of seasons, who walks in, but Kelly and fucking Rick. And there's like a fight about vaccines and like, you know, her, like, is she, you know. Are we still going to be fighting about vaccines in two years? Yes. Hello, I live in Los Angeles County. They were just teetering on reinstating masks like two weeks ago, and then they came to their senses. I mean, hello. Yeah, we're still going to be talking about people don't want this to end. Some people, some people do. Anyway, we don't get political on this show. I'll leave it there. No, and listen, no, we don't. And listen, I mean, yeah, Kelly's listen. Here's the thing about Bravo. There's no, in my opinion, very few do not use is except for I really truly believe at the, my heart of hearts the only do not use is Nene Leaks. Yeah, I truly believe that. I believe if they're desperate to save this show, no, I don't think Andy likes Kelly. Sorry, Kel, but they'll they'll bring her and Rick back with that a silver platter if that's what it takes. This is as you say, Sarah. As I learned from you, you learned everything from me. As I learned from you. This ain't show friends, it's show business. David Yontip loves that thing. <laughs> I, I, do, I use that all the time. I use it all the time. For a refresher for our listeners, I was in radio for a long time in Washington, D.C. on a syndicated morning radio show that was on Sirius XM called The Kane Show. And Kane, sadly, may he rest in peace, has passed away. It's a very long story you can Google. But when I got the job from Kane, and I, I resented this for a long time. And then I was like, oh my God, Kane was right about so many things. He said to me the day I got the job, now congrats. It's not show friends, it's show business. And I was like, that is such a fucking awful thing to say. And then I'm like, here we are. It is so show, uh, it is not show friends, it's show business. And I love that David Yontip loves that saying. And when you have like, okay, all my friends are in this business because I don't do anything but work, but it's organic 
very few. You know what I mean? Like it's not like Andy Cohen is not best friends with Kelly Ripa because he that was his first. It just happened. It's 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 organic. And so when you have the show Friends, you know, it's just organic and it just kind of happens. You know I what I mean? Um, so that's that. Now, speaking of people moving franchises, and I do, I, the only natural one that comes to the top of my head is Cynthia Bailey in Beverly Hills. We don't need her right now, but eventually, maybe, but you know, who also wants to get in on the action is my number one from Girls Trip 2, the one and only Miss Phaedra Parks. <gasps> I, I love this. And I got to tell you, I, I think Phaedra is looking, first of all, fantastic just oh my god the hair the makeup the clothing the face the body I mean she just looks oh my god young snatched I'm loving everything and I thought it was a great move to throw it out there that she should be in Dubai and you want to know what you want to save that show bring Miss Phaedra Parks and her sons to the gold city and let her be in in Dubai I love it Listen, I think it's great. I mean, in typical Phaedra fashion, she's like, you know, I'd like to join and, you know, the ratings are king and y'all need ratings and Phaedra brings ratings. She's talking about herself in the third person. Chanel Ion has come out and said, you know, um, like, you know, you you fucking wannabe housewife, sit the fuck, you know, you ex-fucking wannabe desperate for fame housewife, sit the fuck down, keep my name out of your mouth, keep Dubai out of your mouth. Um, you know, okay, like Phaedra would, I mean, like smoke her ass in any, like if Phaedra were, I, 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 what I appreciate about the women of Dubai is like with the whole Rena feud or whatever, they're trying, like I give them credit. Like, again, here we go. This is the farm team. You know, this is the AAA baseball. They're trying, they're really trying, but they are just not even close to the Yankees. And I'm just like, guys, you should be behind the scenes. You should be calling, emailing Andy and go get Phaedra on this fucking show. I want to be a reality star for the next 10 years. I want to launch my wine and lip injections or whatever I'm going to sell. Why are they, I mean, I get that it's like good drama keeping it going, but I hope behind the scenes they are begging to bring on Phaedra. She's the only thing that could save that show. I haven't watched since episode three. I'm so bored with that. You know, I always say this. I watch when you come on my podcast. So I haven't watched Atlanta in forever. Now someone's coming on. I got to watch. Yeah, I've kind of fallen off Dubai. Love them all, guys. I get to them eventually, but just in real time, I fall behind. Yeah, I mean... Could I see Phaedra Parks on Dubai? Uh-huh. Could I see her fitting in? Uh-huh. Could I see her? Yeah, I, I, I'm all for this. I don't think there's any chance of it actually happening, but I agree with you. If these women were smart, instead of feeling threatened, you would be like, please, God above Somebody part the, the the earth and make this a real thing because we need Phaedra Parks on our show. And you know what? Pick who's going to lose their fucking job. Let's go down the list. Let's see who brought it the least. I mean, is it is it Sarah? Is it is it Nina? I mean, but it ain't Phaedra. So I agree. You need to make room for her. Fucking fire someone. No. They're not going to fire Stanberry, obviously. Question for you. I I read in the post that Phaedra has business in Dubai, which would also place her in Dubai. And, um, you know, that would be a good fit. Do you know what business Phaedra would have in Dubai? No, I mean, she's a lawyer. The last I checked, I know, but I was like, what, what business would she have in Dubai? But do I think she would have business and make some, I mean, maybe she's, you know, I mean, sure. Sure. I think she would start a business there tomorrow if it meant getting back on the housewives. Um, so there you go. I think it's great. Um, right. I, I wonder if this is all fake drama and like the girls really are secretly like, oh my God, let this happen. I don't know. These these Dubai girls seem to just they, they it's almost like they're trying too hard, you know? I mean, I said the same thing about the cast of Salt Lake with like, not all of them, but like Jen Shaw. And then one day Salt Lake just became great. At first I was like, oh, you guys are too yeah. studied. You know the show. So, I mean, maybe it has potential, but I agree. The cast of Dubai as a whole seem to want this too much. And yeah. it's like, it's, 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 it doesn't read as authentic. Like when Chanel is like, fuck you and fuck you and sit down. 
I don't know if this really called for all these F-bombs. Like, it's almost like you're too angry, sweetie. Like, just let it be natural. The audience is going to turn off otherwise. So, yeah, I say do this, but I don't think it's really going to happen. But, you know, good for Phaedra for putting herself out there in politics. I agree. I was trying to look and see if there was like something about her, what business she has in Dubai. But I don't I don't know. I, I have to do a deeper dive. I don't really see anything. So anyway. Well, switching gears, let me just say that someone who I don't think is, is, is I stand by what I just said about Nini being the only one that's banned. You know, this Jill Zarin thing, I, I call bullshit on it. I, I call bullshit on it. Now, really? I don't think she's banned. Now, I mean, it, it stems off Andy's comments, like when he announced that, you know, when he announced that, um, when he announced that um, Taylor's so like, going to be the first one, okay, you know, to to switch franchises, then we get into, you know, he made a joke. He said, in other news, Jill Zarin is looking at buying a house in Salt Lake, Beverly Hills, New Jersey, you know, where else is there? Dubai, you know, everywhere there was a house. It was funny. He laughed. And Jill Rumor, I've heard from a very reliable source, um, Jill is not at all thrilled with Andy's little joke. I've heard from a very reliable source, which... I okay, so I read a really good article. I thought about. But I don't think Jill. she's banned, but go on. So, do you think there's? You know, I I had read that Jill has also put together her own um, cast uh, because she takes credit for finding Bethany Frankel. So she feels like she has the magic um, that she presented to Bravo a group of people, a diverse group of women, to be the next Real Housewives of New York, her included. I've heard that that's not, you know, they're not interested in it. Again, the casting has been very delayed for the Real Housewives of New York, um, but they are getting closer. Then you have the Legacy Show, which I read this week. She is out of. She's been snubbed on again. She's done everything to try and get in their good graces. And part of me is like, okay, is she desperate or do I give her credit for not like giving up because she knows like what she wants? There's a lot to unpack here, Sarah. Okay, so first of all, my sources, what do I know? I don't don't work for Bravo, as I often say. My sources tell me that, first of all, let me just make this clear, because everyone thinks now that Jill Zarin and I had a huge fight, and I apologize to her on air, which I wanted to do that I kiss her ass. I I mean, I don't. I tell the truth. There's a 0% chance... Let me just be very clear. There is a 0% chance, I will repeat that, for anyone in the back, um, that Jill Zared will be on the new rebooted Roni with a diverse cast centered around this cast and her. Absolutely not. There is nobody from the past Roni that will be on the reboot, which is going to be on Bravo. Wait, Uh, wait, say that again. There's nobody from the old... Everyone that's been there forever, not the not the OG show, the new one. We're starting over. We're starting with a okay. whole okay, new got it, cast. Got it. So for the okay, okay. So, if, so yeah. for Jill, I mean, I don't know. For Jill to present that, I guess Bravo that you do keep trying, but I'm telling you that's never going to happen. Let me just be very clear. So on the main show, I don't count this. I still me do not count this OG show as like a thing. I think we're going to have a main show. I mean, and again, this I could be wrong on. I think the main show is the main show and the OG show. I still envision it maybe on Peacock, maybe on Bravo, but I don't envision it as anything major. I'm not even so sure it's going to be on for two seasons. It depends how it does. But this, but like the main show that they're trying to cast that they're having, I mean, they're supposed to start filming now. August is when it normally starts, the Hamptons. And then think about it. We always have Halloween and we always have Christmas. They film from August to December. So we're behind. They are having trouble finding a new cast. But I mean, they say they're honing in on it. I don't know if that's true. But when it is rolled out, I am telling you, it is going to be like, picture the hills. Like, I'm telling you, I think it's going to be 30s in early forties and just, it's going to be a list. I I don't think they're doing it until they find the right cast. I really don't. I think, you know, and that's not Jill Zarin or, and I'm not, I mean, I'm, I love my older housewives. It's not going to be 55, 59 Jill Zarin and her girls. And just cause this one's, you know, diverse. 
No, it's going to be a whole 37 rich bitch. Like, don't fuck with me. I am the real deal. Serena Vanderwood's in Gossip Girl, Upper East Side. I think that's what it's going to be. Okay, so right as of today, with, uh, you're saying, do you think they're even working on the legacy show? Because according to RadarOnline.com, they are. Jill isn't in it. Luann has signed a deal with E! News and is filming this show, I believe, with Sonia for E! This is what they're reporting. Do you think this is true? And do you and where do you think we are at? Like, who do you think is on the legacy show now? Or should we skip this? No. Well, the legacy show to me, to me, to my my opinion was that it was always second fiddle that they were going to find the first group first. And the legacy show was B-list. I stand by what I said. I don't think they have any interest really in the legacy show or anything. I think that was a marketing ploy to keep all the fans happy when they fired everyone. And I believe the plan was to have the first show start now and to have the leg to complete that and roll it out. And when that is on the air, when that is back on the air, or once that's wrapped to start, which is August through December, then to focus on the legacy show. I believe that because we cannot find a group of diverse people that are going to be great on TV and make great TV because they only have one shot to get this right and it's New York City and the pressure is real. I believe now as we keep trying to find this cast, which we haven't found and it's August, I believe that the legacy show might be moving up in the timeline and maybe it'll even be out before the other one. Maybe. So I'm not so sure that that's incorrect with radar. Second claim that you have there. Yeah. Luann and Sonia are filming this simple life show. They're gone. Luann's down the street too. I walk by her house. I look in, I look for the lights on. Ain't nobody home at Luann's really down the street. Stone's throw. Luann's gone. They are filming her and Sonia. There's a lot of rumors where it's going to end up. My sources tell me it's on E also. Lots of people say it's Bravo. Lots of people say it's Peacock. It could be. I mean, I'm not sure, but I've heard it's on E as well. Third, I don't think Jill's out. That's where I think they're wrong. I Just because of Andy's comments. I don't think, well, I don't see how you can do the legacy show without Jill Zarin. I stand by 0% chance, sweetheart, at the new Roni. I don't see how they can do a legacy show without Jill. I just don't. And there's also the rumor that Ramona's out, that Ramona's not going to be part of the legacy show because uh, of her troubled past and everyone says she's racist. I'm not sure that's true either. That's my opinion. I think Jill and Ramona will both be in it. I think Ramona has more of a chance of not being in it than Jill. It's honestly my truth. All right. I love it. Okay. I'm talking Thanks a lot today. Yes. You got you got me riled up today. Um you want to talk about, what do you want to talk about? Leah and the elephant poop or Lisa Rinna? Which would you like to address first? What's going on? I mean, Leah, I'm sort of, I don't know. I don't care. Where do you want to go? I mean, I don't care about Leah really. And and I heard, I had read that the, tr- the r- rumor wasn't true. And quite honestly, I was hoping it was true because I think the best thing and the most like notable, like, oh my God moment would have been if she picked up elephant shit and had thrown it. And so like, to me, I, they ought to go back and film her doing that and make it real. Cause that was the most interesting thing I've heard about her. Like, not that I don't like Leah, but I just, I'm not that interested, you know? Um, you have no, no reason to like Leah. I don't even, I think that my well, opinion, I, I liked I you really do. Uh, Leah season one. I was you, a Leah stan. Yes. I just became less interested. The second season, but maybe that was just the, the second season she was on. Maybe that was just the whole show. I think Leah is desperate, certifiable, crazy, oh. and brings the legacy of Roni down to a place where it doesn't need to be. So I kind of agree with you. I mean, she's saying it's not true. Look, I have to be honest with you. This cast... I'm not dying for Girls Trip 3. I'll watch it. I don't know if it's going to be interesting. I mean, Candy Gal and Giselle are probably my, that's where my money is, right? 
yeah. I don't know, Portia to me. I don't know. I'm not such a huge Portia stan. Leah, I feel is trash. Sorry, I said it. I'm being honest, guys. And I mean, Whitney and Heather, bad weather. Eh, maybe it'll be good. But yeah, so I guess you're right. Did she throw elephant poop or not? Does anyone care about Leah McSweeney? Really? Like, let's call that out there because I don't know anyone who's a huge Leah fan. I'm sure there's some. They'll tell me off now. I feel she brought the whole franchise down and tarnished its reputation for... All right, let's go on to the queen, Rena, who um, <sighs> I didn't realize it had been a hot second since she'd been on Watch What Happens Live. A um, lot of people had hot takes on her appearance recently. Um, what, and- that she's too thin? No, I, I didn't read that, but maybe that's true. Uh, I'm just making that up. Oh, <laughs> no, people were really upset because they feel like they're getting tired of this whole Rena owning shit thing. And that's just basically Rena's excuse to say and do anything she wants. And then she goes, I own it. I own it. Because basically... Andy compared Rena's recent social media and Twitter to like Candy Girl, like Candy Gal. It basically said, you know, you're you're so terrible on social media right now. And Lisa's like, I know, I know. Like, I'm just, I'm going through it. You know, I don't know. Hopefully I'll get better. I'm doing the best I can. We'll see. So then people were like, Andy needed to read her more. Like he read Candy Gal, you know, I don't know. Andy can't do anything right. So um, yes to all of that. I saw all of that. And she's like, you're right. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Sure. You know, Andy then did say, you know, well, I don't understand. Like it's in your power. Just don't be a mess. That was kind of funny. Um, yeah. And people have come. So, I mean, what are people implying? Are they implying racial overtones or are they just implying that Potomac is the ugly stepchild? of the world and Lisa Rinna, Andy is on all fours with knee pads and kisses her ass. Or is it all of the above? I did see all of that. And I mean, look, it's, it's, he, when you and I sat down with Candace, which everyone's going to hear this interview here behind the velvet very soon. Um, there you go. I gave you some tea of someone coming up. You know, oh. we, 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 we mentioned to Candace, like why, why Candace is held to standards you know, that she's sloppy and messy. And she is, she is candy gal. I love you, but she's sloppy and messy on Twitter. But why is she held to these different standards? Yeah. I mean, so I agree with the people on this one coming for Andy. Why isn't he reading Rinna? Andy has, I mean, she is one of his favorites. Let's not deny this. Is that, is that what people are upset about? Or is there, is there darker tones? I'm sorry. I just, I mean, I, I haven't I really think read all, it. No, I think when you said all of the above, I took it as all of the above, all of the above. Me too. That's kind of how I read it. Um, I do, you know, look, we know Candy Gal on a personal level. She has never told me this. I just read between the lines and this is my own personal opinion, but definitely I don't think Candy Gal is a favorite of Andy's. I, I don't know why. Um, but you know, I think he, I'm sure he respects and values what she brings to the show, but I don't, he's not, I don't think he's particularly in love with her. Like he is just, no. I think I personally, I think Andy likes Ashley a lot more. Yeah. I do. I mean, I don't know. I think he likes Jizzy Jizz and the Grand Dom. I think those are his favorites uh, on I, that show. I, I no, I, I think far and away they are. And I've heard from housewives that will go unnamed, but I I have heard from housewives that like they'll be in the room with Andy and like he will have nothing to do with certain housewives. It's like their wallpaper to him and he's into some of the other housewives more. And then basically I've heard in general, he's not that into women anyway. So like once a guy comes in the room, he's like gone. Like, <laughs> which I mean, I, I like, I'm I will agree with all of that. I will. I mean, he'll um, like backstage at BravoCon in the green room. I mean, he just is on the fours for that, 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 that Erica Jane, like he loves the Erica. He loves Rena. People could say they want these people fired and bad people. It doesn't matter. He loves Erica, loves Rena. He's let's just boil it down. Andy is horny more than he is a professional. And he's a snob second to that. And I don't mean any shade by that. It's just true. Like in the world of snobbery, Rena is higher on his his snobbery level he loves rena so i i mean i agree with the people on this all right i, I don't think you're getting hired now by radio andy um 
but I'm saying it in such a positive way. I mean, who, who, who isn't horny and who, I mean, I have a thing for Rena Melrose place, dude. But I love Rena. I love Rena so much, but I Um, love candy gal too. I, I get it. I, I, you know, everybody like analyzes everything about these shows so much. I mean, to me, it's like, it was just a different time and place with the Rena interview than it was at the reunion with Candy. I mean, Candy's tweets, and I, I'm the biggest Candy Gal fan there is, but Candy Gal's tweets on season and off season have fueled that show. I mean, Rena's recently have stirred the pot, but I mean, I can't tell you anything about Rena's tweets from two years ago. Now, Candy Gal, I mean, the day that Ashley Darby was giving birth to her second child is when we know she posted that one about basically, you know, her allegedly being a concubine and laying on her back. And like, I mean, just, you know, I mean, that was the day the woman gave birth. I mean, there is a little bit of like a different context. Like, I don't think Andy has to be tip for tap for every single person and situation. I mean, that's kind of how I took it. I think again, Potomac, I think Candy Gal has brought that franchise up immensely, immensely. But I mean, you know, Candy's gonna have a hot take and Candy goes after the audience. She doesn't give a shit, which I think it's fine, but I do think it's a little bit different. Like we've only kind of seen this in Rena like recently. So I don't know why people are like, oh, you know, the whole thing. People just don't like Lisa Rena. period. They don't. They don't yeah. like her. They don't like Erica. And listen, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, I say I'm such a Rena stan, but I get why people can't stand Lisa Rena. I, I really do get it. But she's, I mean, her and Kyle and EJ are not going to be fired. It's a waste of our energy to even well, put that out there. It's I mean, not going to happen. Interesting. Yeah. People are like, Rena has no storyline. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's one of those, you know? Oh, so um, I mean, she has said a lot of other things. You know, she has the Rena Rita and the Rena Rosé. She said recently she understands Maybe she was too harsh on LVP because LVP was like mourning the loss of her brother that season. And now that she's lost Lois, she understands loss better. All right, let's, they're not going to become best friends. She was talking about Denise's, what, you sent me something about Denise's OnlyFans? Rena has well, an opinion. Andy asked her, asked Rena, um, and you know, I feel like this was a true take from Rena, what she thought of Denise's OnlyFans. And Rena was like, get your coins. I'm the biggest proponent of everybody getting your coins. And, you know, she took a little bit of a dig at Denise saying, I think Denise will make more money on OnlyFans than she did on the show. And Andy was like, yeah, I do too. And, um, did, you know, Rena was like, serve them what they want. And, she, and Rena was like, look, I've been putting bikini pictures of myself for free on my Instagram for years. And, you know, Listen, I, I think get, get your money, get your money. And like, listen, I'm, I'm a gay man, but I can tell you, I believe that straight men, you know, when the lights go down would rather, should I be crude for a minute? Yes, of course. Okay. Please, they would rather fuck Denise Richards than Lisa Rinna. Like, let me tell you, I don't know if anyone's really watching Denise's OnlyFans in an Instagram. Denise will post a picture that is so hot. I am even getting turned on. She'll be like, today, one day only, I'll be answering your DMs twice. You know where to go, guys. And she doesn't say exactly that, but pretty much. And she is just, and I'm like, how? I mean, wait a second. Is this the same woman that was like, I think I underestimated how hot Denise was and what an icon we had on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when she was on it. I never liked her the first season. Second season I did when the whole world turned against her led by Rena. But like, you have to see Denise's, Denise's daughter, Jordy Olyphants, which caused her to join is the smartest is like the best thing that's ever happened to her. Because I guarantee you that girl has blown like a Larsa Pippen away. Like her posts are so sexy. I love, did you see, I know you did because you and I texted about it, the recreation of the wild, um, wild things. Um, their pool scene that she, of course, originally did with- um, Nev oh Campbell. Nev Campbell. She recreated with the porn star. And I'm just like, that's so genius. This is what I mean. I mean, like, Denise, you should have just pulled your husband aside, 
had a conversation and stood up and said, I fucked Brandy Glanville. Because let me tell you, that would sell more OnlyFans tickets right now. Like Denise with some girl on girl would like put literally that would pay for her like for the rest of her life. No, Denise is fucking hot. So I'm glad that Rinna approves of Denise's OnlyFans. I listen, Denise just stepped in it. It's the best thing that's ever happened to her before we all, but what about Lala Kent and 50 Cent? What did you think of that? I mean, you follow them more than I do. Um, okay, obviously this picture, it seemed like, I mean, I, people made a huge deal about this photo. I don't know. To me, maybe they like, they ran into each other. They saw each other. Obviously, Lala, they were beefing back in the day when Randall took a million dollar loan from 50 Cent. Then he was apparently very slow in paying it back. So 50 Cent blew him up online using a picture of Lala. Um, and then eventually he got 50 cent got his money but what did you think i mean i just didn't think it was like that big of a deal i don't know did you i mean like i didn't think they had great like body chemistry because people were like they're together is she sleeping with him is she i'm like to me it did not seem like he almost seemed like he was trying to get out of the photo first of all lala and 50 cent sleeping together that what what is with me today? I mean, maybe I'm in the mood. That would be so fucking hot. I think that would be a hot couple. Um, I just look, she was on the set of his skill house horror movie. She was in the row and she was great. You know, I support Lala and anything she does. Maybe she's in the movie. That's what people are saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, do I think it's a little fuck you to Randall? Sure. I mean, Randall, Fofty, you know, Randall and Fofty had their issues and Randall didn't pay him allegedly. It really had nothing to do with Lala. She just kind of got caught in the middle. So look, I think maybe she's in the movie. Why not just post a picture? It's a little bit of a fuck you to Randall, right? Like Lala never allegedly owed him money. That was Randall. So I think it's like twofold. I'm just totally here for it because I love my, I love me some Fofty. I talked to Randall about it when he was here. I love 50 Cent and I love Lala. So I was all about it. All about it. All right. Okay. Okay. Anything else before we leave that you want to cover? Let me see. Was there any? Well, the only last thing would be the R-H-O-M stuff with going on with Lisa and Lenny and their divorce. Okay. What's your take on that, by the way? I mean, here's my take. I mean, I know things because I know lots of the R-H-O-M. They were never supposed to be together, right? Like he never was into her. It's pretty obvious if you watch seasons one through three back in the day, season four, he wasn't really into her. I think this is the best thing that ever happened to Lisa. The, neither of them, I mean, she doesn't seem so heartbroken about the divorce. I think it's going to be ugly. I think his new girlfriend is like, you know, her just a little bit younger. He obviously has a type, right? Totally. Totally. Like they look alike, you know, listen, no offense to Lisa, but you know, maybe a little BBL, fake tits, some lips. I'm not criticizing, honey, this, you think this face isn't shot full of shit. I can't move my face for all the money in the world. No criticism, but you know, he says she's spending all the money. Listen, I don't really, I don't really understand. I've, I've been around a lot of divorce in my life. Again, I always say, if you fuck me, I'll destroy you. I don't know. She's like, he cut off access to the money, sweetie. I cut off access. I wouldn't give you a dollar. I wouldn't care if you were sleeping in the street and were homeless. If we were getting a divorce, it would get ugly. Sorry, I'm a lawyer. That is my genetic makeup. So I don't know when she claims like he tossed me out. I don't have any money. She don't really give you any money anymore. And then, you know, he claims the opposite. She's racking up $60,000 a month on my credit cards and designer shit. Well, at the same time, if you were the one with millions or whatever, and you kicked me out, I would charge your credit card every day until, you know, the police came and said, you got to stop. You're going to jail. So I see both sides of it. Like, this is war. This is war. Lisa didn't really perform how I thought she would perform during season four. She was kind of like, I was so excited for her. And she's kind of like one of the more boring housewives. So you know what? Maybe this will help on the show, sweetie. And you have your storyline and you got away from a man who never loved you in rumor was from knowing all the ladies rumor was he was never into her and rumor was that she was always worried about him leaving i can't do this because he's gonna leave so guess what the worst thing happened and you're still living this is the best thing yeah exactly it is the best thing 
Oh my God, it's, I love that. And rumor is they also swang. They also did, you know, come on over and everyone put your keys in the bowl. But I mean, does that really shock you that much? No. And rumor is that she did it because she was so desperate to keep him. All rumors, I don't know if they're true, but I don't know, kind of from some reliable sources. But hey, do we, you know, that's it. There's nothing more to say. I'm not really shocked by any other drama. It's a divorce. Things get ugly. Um, Sarah, where... Anything else before we leave? Oh, that was amazing. People can follow me at the Sarah Frazier show on TikTok. And I put out new episodes seven days a week. We love our TikTok. You're growing, David. It's going so well. Yes, yes, yes. For me, listen behind the velvet rope. Follow me on TikTok. I don't know why you all aren't. I'll have to hold some contests one day. And remember, these tickets will probably sell out. City Winery, go online and Google it. David Yontef behind the velvet rope with Kim D. We're live January, uh, September 13th. And we will see you all next week. Bye, David. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.